Good day, bikers. Jimmy here reminding you to stay tuned at the end of the show and board the 1237 trailer, an original sci-fi audio adventure. The show is a thrilling and touching escapade with an assortment of kick-ass characters guaranteed to keep you enthralled. If you need more queer heroes in your life, and why wouldn't you, you could do a lot worse than this super time travel adventure. And once you've binged the hell out of it, why not check out the 1237 pod patron for more awesome content? I'll jot down contact links in the notes of this episode. Now, before I sign off, just a little content warning. Around the 14-minute mark, our kids encounter some supernatural animal mutilation. If that's not really your thing, you would be best just to skip forward about 30 seconds around the 40-minute mark. I promise all our sheep are highly skilled professionals and none were harmed in the making of this episode. And now, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Brits on Bikes. We're on episode 12 today, and with me as always is Eve. Hey. And Kat. Hey! Well <laughs> Finally got them right. Both it right. It only took you two tries. <laughs> it only took me 12 episodes. Yes. Um, right, okay. I've learned today that my American geography is appalling. <laughs> as um, is mine we were just talking about the states and eve has given us all a, a little geography lesson i really didn't know illinois was that far east oops sorry illinois. i didn't know wyoming was that far west <laughs> honestly like i said i'm i'm, I'm giving y'all come up it's for like even even acknowledging that those are states so. <laughs> we love you illinois we love you wyoming don't listen to Eve. Right. We just don't know where you are. I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, half the people in the US don't know where they're at either. So, <laughs> so we are the gang's all back together after our own solo adventures. So let's just get cracking, I think. Okay, so it's Monday lunchtime, just after a weekend of many, many experiences. And you guys are just finishing up your history lesson with Mrs. Thistledown. The bell's rung, class are drifting out. And as they do, she turns around to you and she says, um, Derek, Sally, might I have a word with you? Yeah, all right. Oh, am I in trouble? Mrs. Thistledown goes to the door and peers outside and then closes the door. She walks across to her desk and perches on her desk and she says, look, I, I don't really like <laughs> talking about this in school, but we have to step up our game a little bit. You know that Victor Wallace has now completed two of the Elements of Tenebri ritual and we have to make sure that he doesn't complete any more. How? I've been doing a little bit of research. I think I found something with a possible connection that may link to the ritual and she hands you a piece of parchment. On it is written the words, breath of struggle, breath of strife, dying breath gives chaos life. And annotated underneath is the word Nephili, underlined. What does that mean? 
I can't quite remember. Uh, it's been a long time since I've studied classics, but it definitely has something to do with the old classical legends. You might need to uh, research that word, but there is something else. I've heard on the grapevine some rather unusual deaths occurring over on Drewdrop Farm. I thought maybe you could find out what exactly has been going on. Whilst I go off and do investigations of my own, we might be able to pull our resources and see if this is what I think it might be. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, go talk to the serial killer. Okay. I think, I think Wallace is making his move to begin the air ritual. Awesome. That's, it's great. Okay. Yeah, you saw the Dewdrop Farm? Where's that at? Sally, you would probably know where it is. It's basically Drewdrop. It's just off Gordy Pass. It's just off Gordy Pass, yep. If you speak to the, the farmer over there, he might be able to explain a little bit more. All I've heard is unusual animal deaths have been occurring. Okay, so it's not like uh, people might die. Well, well, they're cute animals. I don't uh, like it when cute animals die. Mrs. Thistledown looks at you, Dee, and says, I wouldn't ask you to go and investigate an actual murder, Dee. Well, I don't know. You don't know what I freaking saw, okay? So, I don't think we're going to have that option. <laughs> Why? What, what did you see, Dee? Yeah, what did you see? I saw what happens when we, like, lose. But we're not going to lose, Dee. We can't let that happen. The order must prevail. That sounds like a cult thing. I don't like cults. <laughs> oh, no. No. What I saw was a cult thing. I'm really confused. Let's just go. Should we just go to the farm? Let's go to the farm. Yeah, let's do that. I need some air. I'll leave it in your capable hands. Please, if you see Wallace, don't approach him. Just come back and report to me. Are you going to be here or should we stop by your place? Well, you'll have to go after school. I can't get you out of school again. Oh, yeah, no, okay. This doesn't answer my question. <laughs> well, when school finishes, I'll be gone as well. well I don't know if maybe staying by to, like, grade papers or something. Yes, Derek, I like nothing better than to stay late hours after school grading papers. I, I swear, I you students think I just, just am some kind of teacher robot. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is sometimes you gotta be places you don't want to be. I don't want to be here <laughs> right now. <laughs> Well, if you want my advice, if you could try and find out about this Nephili and then maybe Nephili. head on over to the farm. Right, so the library first. Is that your plan? Yeah, how, uh, how, how much longer until school is over? Uh, you've probably got one more lesson. <laughs> so you've got the lunch how, period and then... Go on, Sally. How long has it been since we were last at the library? Is the book that Dee took out in my name going to be due back yet? Uh, no, it's only been a couple of days. I would assume that you were going to the school library. Oh, well, I would have thought that the actual library would be better because school libraries are generally pretty bad. Okay. You've got about 40 minutes. The school's pretty lax about students leaving at lunch times. This is the 70s after all. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You take a little march over to the library just by the Civic Hall. It's about a 15-minute walk. No, not even that, about 10 minutes. And you go into the library. Carl is there behind the desk diligently stamping books again. Well, we know where the encyclopedias are now, so I'm going to go over and pick up the one that has N in it. 
you're going to try the encyclopedias. Okay, so you head on over yes. to the encyclopedias. You look up Nephili. It's cross-reference. It says see Greek myths. All right. Picking out G for the Greek myths. Greek myths. Okay. Can you make a brains roll for me, please? Probably five. Because the Greek myth section is huge. There's pages. It's like a whole kind of history of the Greek legends, starting with, you know, the Titans and going all the way through all the heroes and, and all that malarkey. The only reference you managed to catch in the time that, that you're allotted is that you know that Nephili is a cloud nymph. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's pretty much all I expected to find out, so that's good. Is there anything else you want to do while you're here? Hey, Dee, it's a, it's a cloud nymph. I don't know what that means, but it's a cloud nymph. Okay. Uh, aren't nymphs like them pretty ladies or something? Yeah, they're like, they're like elemental spirits. Okay. Well, that's cool. Um... You think I could hit it with a bat if necessary? I mean, it's made of cloud, so you'd probably go straight through it. it might make your bat wet. Hmm. How do you fight a cloud? Oh, uh, we're a big fan. That is a good idea. Let's get a big fan. Where do you get a big fan? Make a brains roll for me. But can't I suggest, suggest Tim's DIY? <laughs> because I rolled a nine. Yes, you can suggest Tim's DIY. <laughs> All right, there's definitely better places that we could get one for free, if you know what I mean. <laughs> wink, wink. I really don't. Do you remember that you do have to be back at school at some point? There's a million miles away right now. <laughs> Put it into context. This entire time that you have been, like, researching and stuff, Dee has pretty much just been sitting off to the side, just like... Legs spread, like elbows on knees, just like palms <laughs> on the forehead. Oh, Sally, can you make another brains roll for me, please? Oh, that's a 12. Yeah. And the nine, that's Damn. a 21. I'm a t- very smart. You are very smart. <laughs> um, you can see that there is something majorly wrong with D. Oh, there's definitely, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You did not I don't think need I needed to roll the 21 to find out. <laughs> D, what's wrong? You seem overly concerned about something, and I I don't know what's going on. I can't talk about it. Some, some stuff that I've been trying should not we, to think about. Like should we go to our secret, secret clubhouse? You want to skip school or something? No, I mean after school. I don't know. I don't know what we got. Like, where? Why would we go there? I no. Like, it's not. It's not freaking a book club stuff. Then, then what? Well, what is it? What else is there that you can't talk about? Uh, can't talk about it. Because every time we talk about it, everybody either gets mad at me. Or we're getting little leaves or whatever. And, you know, I think you're pretty cool. I can see. You're my friend, Sally. Okay? And I don't want you leaving. I won't leave. You're You're my friend. I don't have enough friends to leave them. 
<laughs> Jimmy, your face. <laughs> you guys are so cute. <laughs> Like, I know, I know you don't have no friend, and like that sucks, and that ain't right because you're you're like really cool, and if you ever just want to like hang out or whatever, when we're not doing like book club stuff, all right, that's that's fine. Just come and get me. It's it's cool. Like you can just come hang out or whatever. But then, but then if if. If I'm your friend and you're my friend, friends tell each other stuff. So why can't you talk about it? I don't think I'm ready yet. Okay? Okay. Would you like a hug? Yes. (laughs) I'm going to roll brawn for hug to see how tight I squeeze. If it's going to let me. I just rolled like a million times. You just rolled a 73 in brawn. <laughs> well done. You break D's ribs. Bear hug. That's the strength behind the hug. Oh, I see. Okay, so there is genuine tenderness and concern. <laughs> and it's it's a very touching moment. And um, make a grit roll for me, both of you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I rolled a one. Uh, you're too caught up in the uh, in the hug. The you all of a sudden hear a, a, a little sniffle in the uh, <laughs> from over by the desk, and and Carl's just like dabbing his eyes gently <laughs> um, at, the, at the at the beauty of this uh, of this tender moment. Okay, so um, you guys head back to school for your last period of the day, and we're just gonna fast forward through time, and the bell's gonna go, and um, you are going to head out the school gates. So. What what would you like to do? Field trip to the farm? This is adventure time. So we Come on and grab your friends. Sorry. We've already done that part. No, we gotta go we gotta go get equipped. We've gotta get our bikes because we are kids on bikes. We gotta get our bikes, we gotta get our equipment. You head off back home to grab your bikes. Is there anything else you wanna pick up while you're there? Uh getting changed, getting bike. Grabbing uh, all of my just in case. And what would you class as all of your Let me open up my backpack here. Uh, yes, I have a bat, baseballs, uh, a glove, uh, comics, gum. I gotta get rid of cigarettes out of there. That's not supposed to be there. <laughs> a lighter, handgun, spare pants, a flashlight, binoculars, and lockpicks. Okay. I, I would like to take a torch and a notebook and a pen and a pencil. Okay, yeah, you, you should write stuff that's in your backpack. Well, I, I've just kind of been assuming I have nothing in my backpack. So, Oh, and my purse. I'm going to have a purse with money in it. Didn't you give all your money to D last week? Well, maybe I got more <laughs> pocket money. <laughs> Roll a D100 for me. Okay. This is how many pennies I get. Ooh, You've got 91. 91 pence. Excellent. Nice. This is, and that's new pence. So that's actually, that's actually decent. We should go get some Slurpees. <laughs> oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a note of that. And now I'm going to be really obnoxious. And anytime anything involves money, I'm going to be very exacting about how much it costs. 
D, you head downstairs with your backpack and you go and grab your bike. Nettles decides to shimmy along as well. So he trots along by you as you head on over to meet Sally. And you guys make your way over to Drew Drop Farm. Unless there's anywhere else you want to go beforehand. I mean, I can't think of anywhere that we absolutely have to stop by. I mean, unless you think we could buy a giant fan. <laughs> For 91p. Mm. Nope. Nope. You make your way over to Dewdrop Farm. It's a fairly picturesque little farm run by a chap called Eli Stratemeyer. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know where I got it? No. It sounds familiar. Stratemeyer. Forget it right away. Edward Stratemeyer was the man who wrote Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I didn't know that. So God knows why I thought it was familiar. Sorry, yeah, I, all my names have meanings behind them. Right. Okay. So it's a picturesque little farm run by Eli Stratemeyer. As you get to the farm, you almost go straight into the courtyard area where the farm cottage is and you've got a hen house you've got a paddock with some horses in you can see roughly where the fields are that obviously belong to him because they've got you know various crops growing in them and whatnot is there anything else in particular you guys want to see in this farm does he have a farm dog yep there's an old border collie just sat basking in the sun does it try and sniff nettles bomb doesn't move actually it just sits there very very calmly it's obviously well trained i just want the very dignified nettles to have to do a very doggish thing like (laughs) sniffing butt oh they're such snobs (laughs) they think they're so clever with their snapping at sheep wouldn't find me snapping at sheep but better things to do with my time oh yes corgis are cattle herding dogs Pipe down, pipsqueak. <laughs> no, like, so, uh, how do we want to approach this? Do we just want to, like, walk right up and be like, hey, you got some dead animals around. What's up with that? Or we want to play coy. I think we should have a cover story, and thus I'm going to make a brains roll. I rolled a five. Is that enough for me to suggest that we pretend to be doing a school project? Yeah. Yay. I think we should pretend we're doing a school project and ask lots of uh, inappropriate questions. Okay. Um, yeah. No, yeah, let's let's go with the talking. We're super good at that. Sure. <laughs> okay, so what do you want to do? You go talk. Who are you going to talk to? We're going to knock on the door. <laughs> So you head up to the cottage and you bang on the door. You can hear a mewing sound from behind the door and a cat scratching as a woman's voice can be heard from the other side. She says, oh, what's the name of this cat? Charlie. Charlie. Okay. She says, Charlie, Charlie, away from there, away from there, right now. And all you hear is this, meow, as this cat <laughs> just scarpers and hisses, because um, cats are evil. And, um, she opens the door and there is what can only be described as a typical farmer's wife. She is a stocky woman with a very quite ruddy face, a very matriarchal look about her. And she sees you and she doesn't she doesn't instantly dismiss you, but she's she's a bit curious as to why you're there. And she's like, yes, how can I help you? Uh, hi. Um, 
we we were we were hoping that we could we could ask for your help with a school project we're doing. Make a charm roll for me. Oh, this is <laughs> gonna go well. I'm so charming. Oh, oh, that is an exploding dice. I am incredibly char- I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. Okay, that's yes. fine. Oh, a, uh, a school project, you say. Well, you probably don't want to talk to me. You're probably best off talking to my husband. What's what's the project about, dear? It's, it's, it's a biology project. Biology. Oh, I see. Well, what exactly do you mean by biology? It's it's the life cycle, the life cycle of of plants and animals, and we're supposed to find a plant or an animal and describe its life cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought that someone who team deals science, with <laughs> someone who deals with plants and animals, might be able to help. <laughs> Well, yes, I think. Um, well, I do, I do have a herb garden, which I, uh, which I, I'm, I'm very proud of, even if I do say so myself. But you'll probably be better off speaking to Eli. He knows far more about it than I do. Eli, Eli, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Is that why he's called Eli? No, totally wasn't. Totally wasn't. <laughs> I don't believe you. All right, so uh, where's he at? Oh well, he's probably over in one of the fields at the moment. But by all means, if you like, you can you can take a look around. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we'll do that. Maybe choose some of the animals you want to do for your project. What's your dog's name? He's called Colin. No, we've already had a Colin. Let's go back. <laughs> um, he's called um, Jovac. <laughs> what? He'll be a very famous tennis player in about 30 years. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty impressive for a dog, I guess. I read sports-related tarot in my spare time. <laughs> has, has, uh, has the very successful tennis player even been born at this point? Probably not, no. All right, well, I mean... Uh, cool, we got our uh, farm prophecy. You appreciate that. <laughs> Is that so? Is this better or worse than a bum prophecy on the prophecy taxonomy? Like, I mean, when, when I'm in, in like the same ballpark of prophecy, it wouldn't be right to like uh, <laughs> compare the two. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's go poking about and sticking our noses in where it's not wanted, but not expressly forbidden. She told us to look around. That means we look around, dig around yeah. in the pantry, have a snack. Probably not that. There could be animals in there, I don't know. Well, we'd hope not. That's why they've got the cat. That's well, the mysterious animal deaths are happening. They're probably happening outside the house. The animal deaths inside the house, if they are in the pantry, would probably be not very mysterious and largely due to the cat. Sally's a joke, okay. I'm not letting you get away with it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) She says, by all means, just have a little look around, but please just make sure you close all the gates. We don't want to lose any of our any of our animals. We've lost enough as it is. What do you mean? Oh, you you, you don't know. No. There's been some um rather well, some rather tragic deaths. Um Oh no. Yes. It's very sad. What happened? 
in all honesty, we don't really know. It, it's, it started when we found a, a rather large number of mice just strewn across the, uh, the farm grounds. And they clearly hadn't been caught by Charlie. They were, they were still whole and in one piece. That's weird. Just lying around dead out in the open. That's right. That is weird. Just the other day, we uh, we lost two of our ducks. Oh no, I like ducks. Yeah, ducks are very cool. Oh, huh. Yeah, it's really uh, weird. Anything else? It's just them. Oh, just them. Huh. So far. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, uh, we'll keep an eye out. Make sure them ducks don't go nowhere. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Of course, yeah. Still, they'll make a lovely stew. <laughs> what, what is the name of a strata... Str- What's our last name? A Stratemeyer. All right, well, uh, Mr. Mr. Stratemeyer, you know, you, uh, keep me up to date with that, uh, stew, okay? <laughs> oh, you'd like some, would you? I, well, I don't think we have any left, but... Oh, uh hey. All right. That's cool. Just I might have a few. I might have a few eggs kicking around if you want to pop back later. Yeah, sure. That'd be cool. Make me an omelette. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just quietly edge out the room. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're just going to go uh, take a look around. Let's see if we can't go with your husband. Have a talk with him about, uh, you know, farm science. Okay. Well, just enjoy yourselves, dears, and just be careful. We'll do, boss. Thank you. She closes the door. She actually leaves the top half open. It's one of those stable doors. And you can see her just going back to her. It looks like she's just stood at a arga making something. Making evil. It's a witch's brew for her sports tarot. I know that tarot involves cards rather than brewing, but you know, it's all magic. Uh, Dee would be down for some sports magic. So where would you like to go? Dee, what are you doing? What's on your nose? (laughs) A thermal. Of course it is. (laughs) Are you sewing whilst we're playing? This is a cross-stitch free zone. No, she's putting things on her nose while we're playing. It's an entirely different matter. Yeah, entirely different. Okay, so where would you like to go first? What would you like to go and view? Uh, is there like a barn? There is, yep. I want to ask Nettles if he can also talk to the other dog. You'll need to spend a psychic energy to do that. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm going to spend a psychic energy to do that because I want to know if Nettles can talk to animals. Okay. Oh, wow, that'd be cool. <laughs> Phrase it for me. Tell me what specifically are you asking him? Hey, Nettles, you know how you're a dog and you can talk to me but can you also talk to the other dog and, like, just, can you talk to dogs as well as people? If Nettles had eyebrows, he would be raising them right now. <laughs> well, I can, but they don't really have uh, very much to say most of the time. So they do some of the time? It's possible. Why? What, what would you like me to ask them? Ask the dog if it knows anything about the mysterious deaths. 
Okay, so Nettles pads over to uh, Jovac and... Um, hey, idiot, what do you know? <laughs> and he begins to just sort of growl a little bit and, and, and bark a little bit. And then Jovac looks up and they're just kind of staring at each other. You can't hear any of the conversation that's going on, but clearly they're communicating. Nettles, after a while, trots back to you and he says, The mutt appears to think there is something rather strange going on. Um, he's calling it bad air. Well, that makes sense. Also, he doesn't look like a mutt. He looks like a purebred. Yeah, he's been bred beyond belief. He can barely string a sentence together. Nice. <laughs> oh, wait, I can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing while this is going on, D? I think Dean's just like looking back and forth between Sally and Nettles and just frowning. Oh, yeah, D. So according to the... I can't remember the dog's name. What was the dog's name? Jovac. Jovac. According to Jovac, there's bad air, but also apparently he's not very intelligent and can't string a sentence together. No, it's somebody's been fighting the animals to death. Got it. That that must be what it is, yes. So what's your next step? So is there a barn? There is a barn, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to the barn. That's where all the animals are. <laughs> yep, you head on over to the barn. When you get in there, I mean, it's not like a big, huge barn. It's more like a stable size. And you go in there and there's a couple of small pens. There's one horse and two goats. I like goats. I'm going to go pet the goat. <laughs> you head in there and you just start petting the petting the animals and stroking them. They seem fine. As you're doing so, the next thing you hear is a gruff voice from the, the barn entrance. And it says, yeah, what do you think you're doing in here? Hi. Hi. Um, we're here for a school project. <laughs> Mr. Stratema, your wife said that we could, that, that we could, we could talk to you about a school project that we're doing. Oh, I see. Well, what's that all about then? Farm science. It's, it's, it's a biology project. About about the life cycles of animals. Oh, I see. Well, uh, what do you want to know? Well, what makes them die real suddenly, like? <laughs> Are you being flippant, sunshine? Uh, no, um... I'm not real good at this kind of stuff, are you, so. are you? Are you mocking our recent losses? No, what recent losses? Winky face. Uh, Sally. <laughs> Mrs. Stratemeyer walks into the, the stable rather brusquely and um, herds the goats away from you as you're petting them and says, look, whatever my wife has said to you, I'm far too busy. Do you understand? Yes, yeah, sorry, sir. We've got we, too much we, going on here at the moment. I'm sorry, we, we, just, we were just asking. Okay, we'll ask you questions and then you'll have to go. All right, I guess we should ask about ducks. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they had, because ducks died. So, mm -hmm. um, do you help me out? <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, so what's, uh, what's the story on ducks? <laughs> what would you like to know? Uh, like, how long does a duck live? The usual life of a duck depends on, uh, the treatment and care that it gets from from me, I suppose. Unfortunately, we've just lost a couple. 
Oh, what happened? I don't know, but dark forces are at play if you ask me. Dark forces? You dealing with wizards? We've lost some sheep now as well. I've just been over to field. Oh no! How that was, happened? Were they were, were they big sheep or little sheep? Like a wolf? There's nothing. Just had to cart them back here. Bad air. Um, might sound like a weird question, could but uh, could we have like a you know a look. He mulls the question over for a moment and he says, well, if you want to. My accent's all over the place tonight. Um, <laughs> he says, well, if you want to, but uh, I don't think you'll uh, you'll get much from it. And he gestures and he walks out of the barn. Are you following him? Uh, yeah. As you get outside, you can see there is a farmhand stood just by a tractor that's pulling a trailer, and he's currently dragging a sheep off the uh, the back of the trailer, and it's completely deceased and no more. There are two more sheep also um, in the trailer. It is an ex-sheep. Yeah. Dia just lets out one of them long whistles that... Eve can't do. It's 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 one of them low whistles, like uh, like a, a dang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's not it's not super loud. Like not trying to get anyone's attention. Okay. How do you do the finger whistling? Because I've never been able to do that. I don't know. I can't figure it out. <laughs> um, that's gonna sound horrible on the vid- on the audio. But uh. Yeah, Dee's walking over. Okay, yeah, you walk over, and the farmhand looks strangely at you, wondering what you're doing there. So, uh, hey, buddy, what do you think happened to him? Weird, huh? Oh, it's just the way of nature, isn't it, mate? You know what they say? Sheep die. I've never heard anyone say that. <laughs> oh, it's a common phrase around here. <laughs> <laughs> You you realize that that has to become a co- an actual common phrase around here, right? <laughs> like anytime anything bad happens, people just gotta start going sheep die, sheep die. <laughs> well, don't worry, we'll make it one. Assuming um, you remember. Yeah, he says, "Look, you know, there's clearly something going on here. I'm just hoping that I'm not going to catch anything, For if I'm perfectly honest. First the mice, then the ducks, now the sheep. It's getting a bit out of control around here. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's uh, happening to bigger, bigger things. Makes you wonder what it's going to get to you and me, huh? Oh, what about the horse? Goats. Oh, no, not the goats. He's going to crouch down and try to, like, get a closer look at, like, the face region, see if you can't notice anything. Okay, make a brains roll for me. Wonderful, that's... That's two. You can see that this sheep is most definitely dead. Yeah, that's a very dead sheep. I mean, you don't know a lot about sheep biology. No. Or biology in general. You would say that this sheep is pretty emaciated. Huh. It looks very, very thin. 
The normal for them to be like, uh, the skinny always picture the cheap, like, kind of a bit like pledgier. The farmhand looks up at you and he says, All our sheep are, uh, are fed well and treated well. Don't really know how it happened, to be honest. So huh. something is making things very skinny and then killing them. Looks like they're getting drained. Vampires. <laughs> What kind of vampire and like attacks like a hundred mice well instead of just going for the horse? Um, okay. So like uh, anything weird around uh, like where you found them? Didn't really look to be honest. Only thing we could see really was the shape. I mean that's gonna cost us a good 20-30 quid per shape. That's a lot of money round here. Eh? Can we look around where you found them? The farmhand gestures to you and looks over at Eli. Eli says, look, just make sure your claws gates. Yeah, no, of course. No problem. Oh, this is actually, these guys are pretty chill. Just get like three or eight around here. <laughs> well, you're probably well known after your... Uh, yeah, we're good kids. Marsh Rock adventures. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. yeah, like, let's go. Uh, watch his step. Looks like there's a lot of poop out here. <laughs> Roll for poop. You head across the fields. I'm assuming you're heading in the direction. Did you just get a four for poop? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's insane. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I think the uh, oh, random number generator Jesus Christ, broke. that's a 17 on my brain's roll to avoid poop. <laughs> <laughs> on a D4. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's the You're never gonna roll like that on brains again. You realise that. I I can't do it when I'm <laughs> investigating the sheep murder. But you will not step in poop. <laughs> do you see all the poop in this? It's kind of like you almost go kind of go into matrix mode. Yeah, like it just like rolls like handsprings and stuff like <laughs> no poop at all you you see the poop as like lines of green code and just like dodge between it <laughs> um, oh my god where is this story going tonight um, I don't know. Uh, okay so um you begin to wander over the field. Um, you can see the sheep paddock over in the, or the sheep field over in the in the far distance. It's it's no more than about a ten minute walk, and and you begin to march across. The farmhand shouted at you as you left that the sheep that they found were over in the corner of a hedgerow. Mm-hmm. I rolled a three for my avoiding poop, so I think I stepped in some. Uh, yeah. Can you roll a d six <coughs> for me, please? Right away. <laughs> Yeah. That's a five. You 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 stand in in five piles of poop. <laughs> Excellent, poopy shoes. <laughs> Each one is one that D pointed to. It's like watch out for that poop. <laughs> no, no, you pointed saying watch out for that poop, and then while looking at that one, I stepped in another one five times. You head on over to the uh, sheep field. As you're moving closer and closer towards the paddock, you can hear a sound. Um, it's the sound of the sheep. They're bleating. Make another brains roll for me. 
Ah, I wasted it. <laughs> Just wait. Look at it. That's a three. I'm going to go yeah, ahead and also add got a three, three to it. These sheep sound distressed. Is it because we've got a tiny dog with us? I don't know. What would you like to do? You're probably about, I don't know, maybe about 10 metres away from the sheep field itself. Uh, it's just going to go over and hop the, hop the gate. Uh, trying to get closer look. At uh, a bit of a faster pace. Since I've got poop vision anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, make a flight roll for me then, please, D. I want to eat on this gate. I used up all my good rolls. That's a five. I'm going to eat bark. <laughs> you managed to sprint over to the paddock and leap over the gate. That's no problem. Sally, you're a little way behind, so you don't get... Excuse me, I got a 16 on my flight. I am right on his tail. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, um, like, you, you freaking, like, just vault right through it. You, you pass... D and pirouette and leap over the gates like some kind of frolicking lamb. I was picturing more like a gazelle. You like know, a gazelle. More, he, more he, lithe and graceful. Um, you can be lithe and graceful if you uh, with that roll, you can be anything you want. You leap on over and you come to a pretty horrifying sight. If this was Call of Cthulhu, you'd be rolling for sanity right now. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> there in front of you, all you can see is like sheep scattering left and right all over the place. And in front of you, one sheep has been caught in what can only be described as a mini tornado. And it's, and it's whirring round and round. It's bleating. Its legs are flailing wildly as it's tossed upside down and round and round. And... In the middle of the tornado, a cloud forms and you can see it go inside the sheep. It tears itself up through its mouth and into its nostrils. And then quick as a flash, it throws itself out again. And with it come the innards of this sheep. Uh, what the crap? Um, and it mulches up the heart and the lungs and the stomach and the intestines of this sheep. And then just erupts and dissipates into nothing and the sheep just drops to the ground. Oh my god. What do you want to do? What was that? I, I, ah. Did that tornado just eat the sheep? It, it, did, it turned it inside out first. I think Sally's got PTSD now. <laughs> I think... That this is exactly why we should be getting taught magic. So <laughs> Woody, sir, my baseball bat is not going to work on that. Yeah, I I agree. What what ah? I don't think that was like that uh, that a fish thing. Sally, do not approach it like you approached the fish thing. The water dragon was nice. This thing isn't nice. Whoa, jeez, that's the... Okay. Um... He's gotta, like, very careful... Like, uh, the, the tornado, it's just gone. Yep, literally, like, 
all the innards just came out of this sheep's mouth. <laughs> and then just like were practically turned into a pink mist. Yeah, basically. And then the tornado was just like gone. Yep. Alright. Wait, uh Sally, you stay here and keep an eye on me, like watch my back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up and uh see if I can't like uh figure figure something out, okay? If 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 something happens, like uh oh no throw some poop at the cloud and hope that it doesn't like that and then just like bolt away. I don't want to throw poop, but okay. Yeah, she's approaching very slowly, taking the bat out just because it it makes them feel a little bit safer (laughs) and like just eyeing the sky as they approach the, the sheep. You slowly approach and lying on the floor is this this sheep that you just saw up in the air. And it looks just like the other dead sheep that you saw earlier. It's completely emaciated. I mean, it's devoid of any innards. There doesn't seem to be any markings of injury. You know, you wouldn't know what happened to it unless you actually saw it, which you did. It's just a husk. Pick out the flashlight. Like, uh, kind of like pry its mouth open and like shine it down on it just to see if maybe something's going on in there. I legitimately shuddered at that thought. I'm gonna ask you to make I think this is gonna be a, a this is gonna be a grit roll, isn't it? It's kind of a like a constitution check, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a three. So it just immediately turns and goes <laughs> <laughs> You try your best, bless you. You you, you want to investigate, you want to know, but it's just too much. And as you open the mouth and you see this cavernous emptiness, you just dry heave and step away. I think this episode's going to need a content warning. With with that avenue kind of shut off for being gross, um, <laughs> do, you, do you stop and like, just like, uh, starts looking around? Like, uh, since there was a tournament, was, like, the grass here disturbed? Like, flattened out? Make a brains roll for me. Oh, you're killing me. It's two. You can certainly see that where the sheep is, that the grass is made, like, almost like a little crop circle. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it's going anywhere else. It's just like it came out of the sky, hit this spot, and then just bounced. Yep, there's no trail from what you can see. Oh, this is a freaking problem. Um. Yeah. Okay. I think we should we should go tell Miss Thistledown because maybe she's got some kind of magic that will that will help. Because we yeah. can't deal with this. This is not this is not normal. Yeah. The, the- I mean, none of this is normal, but you know what I mean. Slams a fist in her hands like we need weapons. That ain't my bat. Yes. 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 <laughs> You're heading off, are you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh we should uh tell uh what's his face? Uh Eli that there's another dead sheep. Yeah, I'm not touching that sheep. <laughs> well I'm not 
No, I am not touching the sheep. Alright? Things don't... They're not exactly, like, light. Well, it doesn't have any organs. Point. But I'm still not carrying it. God, no. Um... Yeah, let's, uh, we'll, we'll stop by and be like, uh, hey, uh, you missed one out there. We don't need to go into details. <laughs> That's a good plan. So you guys head on over to, you head on back to the farm, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Back to our bikes. As you get about halfway across the field, make a brains roll for me. Oh, oh. oh I got five. Got five. Two. <laughs> okay, Sally, you can take an adversity token. You are, I must remember to keep telling you to take adversity tokens. I keep forgetting. Does she get an adversity token for the poop? Yes, she does. Yay! So, Sally, you, you're too conscious of, of poop to really see anything. <laughs> but, Dee, you see there appears to be a bit of a commotion going on over at the farm. You can hear a screaming and a wailing. Oh no. Uh D slapped Sally is like, ignore the poop. Let's go. And okay, make flight out. rolls for me. Yep, running towards it. That's a ten. That's uh, a five. You both put on a sprint as and follow the sound. As you get to the farm, Mrs. Stratemeyer has spotted you and is heading towards you. And she says, oh, no, children, don't look, don't look, please, for the love of God, don't look. It's, it's, oh, how could this happen? How could this happen? What, what happened? She says, oh, it's Lee, I'll help. He's, uh, and she just breaks down on you. You look (sighs) over into the courtyard and you can see the emaciated husk of the Stratemeyer's farmhand just lying on the floor. Stop killing people! And I think we're going to leave it there for tonight. Uh, (laughs) We're just talking to him! Well, it's lucky you didn't get too emotionally invested, isn't it? I get very easily emotionally invested. I'm very upset right now. (laughs) Uh, Oh, boy. Things are getting a little bit scary in Marsh Haven. Also, I'm a terrible person because my first thought is at least it wasn't the horse. <laughs> or the dog. Okay, guys. So we'll we'll wrap it up there and we'll see what happens, whether you manage to because we don't really know whether you know, has the has the dark ritual ended? Has the air element been completed who knows you have to ask miss thistledown you will have to ask miss thistledown um and, uh, super super fast because this thing is murdering stuff at an alarming rate yes it is yeah. and conveniently while you're around as well yeah. mm, you're like murder magnets yay no that's no sally's <laughs> definitely gonna have ptsd now <laughs> Okay, so talk to me, guys. What? what tell me about all the fabulous podcasts you've been listening to this this week. Uh, I finally, I finally actually listened to one. Be go, proud of me. Okay, so what did you listen to, Cat? Uh, well, you're the one who told me to listen to it, so it's not going to be news. But I, I finally got around to listening to the Decca tapes, and oh my god, it's really good, isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. I just I listened to the last two episodes uh, yesterday, and um, I'm yeah. Yeah, I I binged them all on uh, on Sunday, and just ah. 
Okay, so I'm going to talk about something that I've been binging for the last week. I've just listened to four seasons of Tannis, which I know is a pretty pop, a pretty big popular show, but I like I haven't really delved much beyond actual plays. But oh my god, it was just so good. It's everything I love about fiction and oh oh yeah it's just so good <laughs> it felt to me like have you ever read house of leaves oh i've tried yeah it's it's like a podcast version of house of leaves it's just conspiracies everywhere oh. this kind of search for uh this mysterious entity that's slowly expanding in the northwest pacific region of the united states is is just so good and it kind of links in with a couple of other podcasts i just i, I can't recommend it enough i just i just listen to the whole lot back to back in about a week <laughs> so yeah tennis is quite good solid recommendation yeah the, the only unfortunate thing is there are like really random adverts in there so you know you're suddenly like sucked into this kind of really cerebral experience and then you're you're blasted with an advert for socks <laughs> <laughs> what about you though eve what have you been listening to uh this week i've been listening to the dice girls and critical bits Oh, I love the Dice Girls and and obviously Critical Bits as well, who I should say, although it will have happened weeks and weeks ago by the time you guys listen to this, is um, it's Spider Day tomorrow. And I know that Critical Bits are doing loads and loads of podcasts that they've pre-recorded tomorrow. And then on Friday through to Sunday, it's going to be a whole host of live streams going on to which we are getting involved with. Oh, well, some of us are, aren't we? Sally, did you end up filling in the sheet or not? I completely forgot all about it, so that would be a no. Uh, okay, but Dee, you're getting in with the Dice Girls, aren't you? Uh, no, Dee is not. Eve is. Eve is. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, I'll be playing with the Dice Girls, or, well, Bex, uh, the rest of them aren't there. Uh, Bex of the Dice Girls, and Jordan of Chaos Conductors. <sighs> Love Jordan. Cool, cool. Yeah, and I'm going to be running a very special edition of Brits on Bikes, which is called Blitz on Bikes. It's going to be a wartime adventure, and I'm very, very nervous because it's going to be my first live stream. And I'm, I'm like, my players are all my like podcast heroes as well. So I've got Sean from Omencast playing, and Adam from Stellar Arcanum is playing, and it's just frankly terrifying. But hopefully, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to punch some Nazis. It it will all be good. Kick ass. Oh, well, we should probably say our goodbyes. We do have to say goodbyes. And do you know what we have to do? Because you reminded me earlier this week is we need to read some reviews as well. Oh, I gotta pull them up. Yeah, hang on. Let me find them. I've got them up here as well. Okay, so we got this one. This was from our one of our lovely friends over at Kids on Bikes who said, as a kid on bike myself, I so love this show, especially Jimmy's absolutely amazing storytelling and on-the-fly mechanics. I'm not quite sure what that means, but I'm, I'm going to love it anyway. This show <laughs> is so much fun and has so much heart and tells a common story from a whole new perspective. Go listen to an absolute favourite show. Aww. That's sweet, isn't it? Dee, you got one? Yeah. Um... This one's from uh, GM Tim D. Are you a fan of the Goonies or Stranger Things? Then this is a must listen. 
this fantastic group tells an awesome tale, and I cannot wait for more. Nice. And I'm just going to read one final one because they use my favorite word. It says, one of my new favorite podcasts, the gang play this game so well and it's so well done. The story is enthralling from the get-go with a Lovecraftian vibe and a wonderful array of characters. Definitely check this one out. And that's from Dantendo64. So if you say Lovecraftian, then I'm doing my job properly because Call of Cthulhu is my go-to. I love it. So yeah, I think this episode was particularly Lovecraftian, to be honest. (laughs) yes i would agree with that yes all right guys thank you once again for listening to brits on bikes it's been lovely having you along for the ride and from cat this is goodbye and from eve this is peace out y'all and from me jimmy sprinkles saying keep on biking bye 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 service to Brighton, right? (laughs) Oh, miss, I'm afraid this train won't be calling at Brighton, at least not in this century. Well, this just got a lot more interesting. I, um, I don't know what to make of that girl Val yet. She looks like she could break both of my legs, which, oh god, I hope no one ever listens to this. It's kind of hot. So you really don't know what they're doing here? I thought you worked for them. (laughs) Nope. I ended up here by accident. How do you end up on a time-traveling train by accident? Well, if you're me, you take the wrong train, and suddenly you're a discount Doctor Who companion. Wait a minute, I know that logo. (laughs) Any minute now. The 1237 is a queer sci-fi drama coming to your podcast feed March 5th for episodes one and two and releasing twice monthly after that. Join us for a train ride through time, space, and science. Thanks for listening.